does by us. It was frozen for a second. I thought that it was going to error, error, but it's here. We are here. We're dug by us. And we're digging stuff. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> better believe it. You better believe it. Uh, g'day, Chris. G'day. What's happening, Cassie? I have got a socializing hangover. Not an alcohol hangover, just a hangover from doing stuff. You're sick of talking to people. I'm not sick of talking to people. It's just a lot. And it's great and it's wonderful. And I'm so glad to have it back. But yeah, yeah. (laughs) It is. Yeah, baby steps. I still spent, spent Saturday entirely at my place. I did not venture past my letterbox. It's still necessary to do that every now and then, even though still working at home and all that, still didn't didn't leave Saturday. And if you don't want to leave or have no reason to and there's things you still got to do inside, just still do them. That's it. I need to remind Don't put pressure on yourself. Yeah. It was lovely to see you, though. So Chris and I saw each other IRL at a pub. Oh, yeah, last Tuesday. That was rad. That was rad. It was a fun time. There was other people there, too. It's nice and I hope that you're feeling nice out there and I hope that you are being conscious of your own energy as well and not being completely socializing wasted yeah you're cooked we'll tell in the next 10 minutes just how cooked you are in the brain (laughs) I'm wearing a hat to keep my brain in my head um hey I want to jump into some music Last week, you brought in The Vans, which is a band that I had a very positive reaction to, if you um, listen to it. I didn't use word, just, oh, uh, the song was Feels Good Now, and you refer to one of your My Favourite Singers, Ray Thistlewaite. I have to take it slow when I say his name, because in my Ray head, Thistlethwaite. I call him Ray Thistlewhistle. It's a long story. It's a stupid joke <laughs> that went too far. Um but I heard that. I heard that in this track, the that gorgeous, like, sweet spot at the top of the chorus that you hear in, like, every Thirsty Merc song. Just that nice bit that you can sing along to that feels comfortable, that sounds comfortable, but is also just super, super talented. Like, it's just yeah, that like sweet it feels spot. Like- yeah, there's like a, it's like a trained jazz thing where even like the line before the chorus starts hits hits a minor note that you don't expect, and it's only a slightly different, and you're like, ooh, <laughs> great sound, great song, great for a weekend filled with sunshine and friends. Uh, thank you, and I played it to my partner Gordon Holland, who gets way too many name drops in this podcast for my liking. Just kidding. He is the guy that does the music at the front, so we probably should give him more shout-outs. And he actually said that that song sounded like if you, Chris Holland, were to be a singer, a talented singer, and make songs, which I found very interesting. So, If I were to write a song, that's how I would do it. If you were to sing, that's how you would sound, which, I mean, Mm. I don't want to test that, but I thought that was an interesting observation. I think he was talking That's, about the collection uh, of genres in that particular track. That it's really you could hear all these different kind of blends of influences. Yeah, very interesting. I I think I'd probably add a there'd be an element of Justin Hawkins that I'd add somewhere in that song, maybe about two minutes in, 
just to build at another level. <laughs> I mean, if I was to say that you would, if you were a singer, I would think you would be Jack Black. Like, I would absolutely Ooh. just be like, he would be Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, but I'd try and, well, actually, yeah, I would do the, I would be the surprising part of Jack Black. You know when at the end of High Fidelity and it's like, oh, wait, his band's actually way more decent than I thought it would be. I don't know if you've gone back. You need to actually, I, now that you've watched the series with uh, Zoe Kravitz, check the movie out. But um, Oh, I yeah, have. He's, oh, yeah. But, like, his band is actually so much more melodic and clever than you think he's going to be based on his erratic, nonsensical behaviour. But I am talking about the erratic, nonsensical behaviour. That's what you would sound like to me. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. I'm smooth. I'm calm until you wind me up. So I've got to yeah, warm in. Calm down. I, I can sing inward, though. I won't try it on the podcast. We're babbling. We are babbling. We are Babylon. Hey, Chris, I brought in a song last week. The artist was Yebba. The song was Boomerang. I still haven't found out why it's called Boomerang. Did you? Well, I did because it's about karma coming back to some man who has scorned her. Again, you've tied up a pretty little female bop package around this savage screw you man idea, and it's perfect. It's so unusual for me, right? I know. <laughs> but, you know, the man deserved it. And, yeah, it's coming back at him like a boomerang. Um, it does very cool song. And it reminded me of, like, an L King could do something similar as well. Um, at the, the first few seconds, I was like, oh, what's this? And then I was just like, no, nah, this bops. That was, that's very good fun. And, yeah, fun, uh, spite wrapped in fun is a, is a great uh, formula. It's a great genre, spite wrapped in fun. Yeah. That's not the title of this episode. The title is something to do with keeping the brain in your head that we said before. But <laughs> we're getting a few options. It's good. <laughs> Look, I like options. I like when I'm texting you a few different options for our episode title. And if you don't, if you're not paying attention to the titles, good. Uh, if they don't make sense to you, good. But it's generally a line from the show. Well, it's always is, of which it doesn't make sense. It very much... <laughs> doesn't even sound like the songs that we've got in the show uh but my text message conversation with chris would be very questionable if anyone was to find his phone and go what does cassie and chris talk about it's just the most random lines we say in this show (laughs) can't follow it you can't it's basically we do it it's self-encrypted that (laughs) you won't be able to hack in and understand what we've been talking about oh it's great Hey, um, I want to talk about some more new music. Chris, what are you digging this week? I'm digging a band out of Melbourne that has nowhere near enough Spotify streams for my liking. Got to well, get them up. you wait, because we have, you, we, you have the Midas touch, my friend. I don't know if you've noticed, but Holly Smith, who we talked about a couple of weeks ago, is boom, 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 up the top of those charts. Yeah, but it's got nothing to do with me because she's already popular in New Zealand. And she got number one album in New Zealand, which is fantastic. But, but you have good taste. They don't taste. listen to Doug by us. I, like, I did not influence that, but it's good stuff. Um, Melbourne band called Gorilla Orchestra. Oh. Sounds odd, right? But uh, I think you'll dig the music. I dig the music. I don't even know how I discovered them this week, but I have. And they it reminded me a little bit of Sam Fender who's come up in this podcast a bit they they use a bit of a brass section just to build around the songs they're definitely not don't worry i'm not going to hit you with this band that plays a whole heap of blare and trumpet or sax or anything just to annoy you 
they're like they're fantastic rock songs with um with like just a real kind of earthy vibe and then this kind of kind of brass just kind of just really just builds it up and sounds really good so they released an ep maybe this is why i like it because the ep is called little creatures and I am, I am fond of a little of a brewery down That's there. That's what I was like. Were you um, trying to find the brewery on the weekend and you're Googling <laughs> and then it just popped up and you're like, hey, this isn't the brewery, but I'll drink in. No. Well, the last track on that EP is called Little Creature, just one. And uh, that's the song I'm bringing in from Gorilla Orchestra in this episode. Thanks. That sounds cool. I like Sam Fender. We've talked about him before. Yeah, it's not necessarily – they're not – it's just, you know, ish. It's not too much Stepfinance, but a bit, a little bit. Just a dash of fend. Don't think about that when you listen to it. Just okay. enjoy. Okay, cool. I will. What about you? Well, I'm so glad you asked. I never thought you'd ask. I went to a gig on the weekend. A Stop real it. life gig. Real... You've already brought in Emma and the Sniffers. You've already brought in Baker Boy. Don't brag. So the gig was huge, uh, as Chris just mentioned, if you might have picked it up. It was Amel and the Sniffers. It was King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, who I've seen like twice this year now. It was Vicar and Linda Bilt Bull, who were just the goats of Australian music. Incredible. They truly are. It was Baker Boy. And there was one act on the bill that I didn't know. And that act, his name is Grace Cummings. And it was the perfect gig where there was enough that I knew on the bill to get me there. I mean, let's be honest, it was the first real gig in Melbourne. I was going to be there no matter what. I tried my hardest. But I was like, I got there early because I was super excited. The first freaking note that Grace Cummings played, I was just like, and it was incredible. I was sitting there with uh, one of the fans of the show, who's also one of my friends, Britt, and we both were just like, what? And it was incredible 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 which just is everything i love about gigs right that when you go to a gig you don't i love not knowing everyone on the bill and you have that i've never heard this before but this is something it's speaking to me it's incredible and the bigness that came from that you know it's a huge stage it was sydney my music bowl it's an outdoor it's huge and grace cummings for an artist which is still pretty up and coming just owned it and nailed it there was a bit of sax as well I will give you that yeah. <laughs> I did actually say oh Chris would like this and was almost going to film it for you but didn't want to be that person um and I came home absolutely hyped on Grace Cummings after that whole lineup which was fantastic and filled with acts that I love I still was just blown away and yesterday I spent listening to what I could get my hands of of Grace Cummings uh, who has a new album out next year or I think coming up or later this year I don't know but Grace Cummings has a brand new single that was just dropped last week and it's called Heaven and it really captures what I felt and experienced on Saturday seeing this set so that's me I pumped up the tires a lot and I actually told myself before this I wasn't going to but I couldn't help it it's just you've over promised now if it's not a 10 out of 10 I'll be disappointed Grace mate Mate, Grace Cummings is absolutely 10 out of 10. And it's just, <laughs> it was just great to see something new, hear something new and feel that feeling that I, I get so much joy from. I think that, you know, discovering bands live is one of my favourite things 
about life and living. So it just hit me in the heart so hard. It's beautiful. It was a beautiful Good stuff. Thing. It's back. It's back. We're how, back. How was, uh, how was Chris Gill's performance as Master of Ceremonies? Yeah, legend. We love Chris Gill. Chris and I and Chris Gill spent <laughs> an afternoon sentence. discussing music and sitting at the end of a table sharing sparkling water, and he did a great job. The welcome to country was was beautiful, and you know it rained a little bit, but I was sitting under a rainbow, and I couldn't have been happier. <laughs> it was just a fantastic opportunity. Oh, I'm back. I feel good. Um, before we bring the show up, let's get to everyone's favorite game. What is the CD on Chris's dresser now? Oh, hang on. I don't want to get sued by Mario. Um, I couldn't get it last week. It looked black and white. It looks kind of brown. You've heard it like 50 times at least. Okay. This is my final guess. Is it Grinspoon, the one that's... It's Halloween. Huh? It was Halloween last week. So it's a little bit, a little bit, a little bit spooky. A little bit spooky. You've heard it at least 50 times. You, you, you would have heard it at least 50 times. Is it the Horror Pops? No. Now I'll pull it a bit closer. It's coming closer, closer to the video. What is this? What is it? I'm going to turn it to the back. <gasps> he's, oh. he's in the Don't Buy Us playlist, the lead oh singer. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Cassie. Cassie. Oh. You're embarrassed. The silence and just her laughter now, it, 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 it speaks for itself. I don't need to describe that Cassie's disappointed. She didn't know the album cover. Who is it? Tell the world. It's my chemical romance. Yeah. I'm so Welcome embarrassed. To the Black I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I listened to it. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Okay, look, I'm just going to ignore that. I say I'm the queen emo. I say I used to be the scene queen, but not anymore. Obviously, age is catching up to me. Um, the album on the dresser today, I am going to give it away because I you know, really know that. it's great yeah, day. You knew that. There's one of three covers. Is it? What? Hang on. Have I Do got it wrong? I think it's Green Day. Oh, wow. You're wrong again. I've got it wrong. I think it's I think it's Green Day, the one that, you know how they all released, it was like the Undos Trace and they all had their faces on a cover. So you could get either, like you could get the different versions. It's and not Green not... Day, my friend. Wow, you were so clear. 20 minutes ago, you were like, oh, I know what it is. That's what I thought it was. That's why I made the Billy Joe Armstrong joke to you before we started recording. I didn't get the Billy Joe Armstrong joke because I know nothing about him. Well, and that's not Green Day. Okay, I'm going to post it on Instagram. If you know it, chuck in your guess. Uh, good luck. <laughs> you have been listening to Doug by Us. I'm Cassie, and I'm going to go and crawl in a hole that used to be my bed that I slept in of the emo queen. Now I'm I'm throwing away the crown. I'm sad. I'm sad. No, being sad is part of being the teen queen. <laughs> but I'm sadder than sad. 